Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan Jesse Go, of course, your weekly test of whether laughs can come out of you yet. It's like a it's like a Pepto Bismol to soothe the ball of fear in the pit of your stomach. <laughs> it well, it doesn't so much get rid of the ball of fear; it just coats it. Yeah. It gives it a nice coating. God, what I wouldn't give to have an animation of my stomach with the ball of fear in the middle. What does the ball that... of fear look like? Is it a black skull? Yeah, I mean roughly. Yeah. It's sort of deformed and lumpy, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a pure, it's not like a Crystal Head vodka bottle. No, this is a skull that has been uh, maybe deformed by some sort of demon. Like, you know how they say when they find like an Utsi? Remember Utsi? The, uh, I don't. He's like a mountain man from the olden times. <laughs> oh, sure, they, sure. They found him, they figured out that he had straw tied to his feet mm-hmm. for insulation. So when they find an Utsi, <laughs> they. They look at his skull and they say, oh, it's got these weird lumps and everything. He died because another Utsi era. They bludgeoned him because they wanted his feet straw. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They can figure that out. That's called archaeology. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, so in this case, the pit of fear in 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 the center of your stomach is sort of like that. It's sort of like one of those. And you can infer, oh, yes, you've been bludgeoned. Oh, yes. They've compressed your head using a head compressor, Mm -hmm. as the Mayans did to make their skulls pointier. (laughs) That's real. That's the. That's the. So that's the. That's the. I think we can picture the fear now. Okay. So then that's the first step to getting rid of it is being able to picture it. I think. Then that pink Jordan Jesse Mm -hmm. go slides down, coats the walls of the stomach, Mm -hmm. and it coats that ball of fear. It's multi-action. Also prevents diarrhea. That's nice. Are yeah. you, I, I, should we be making medical claims like this podcast prevents diarrhea? Yeah, I mean, you know the— Test it out, asshole. Listen to this at the Cheesecake Factory. My Facebook— See what happens. My Facebook has been alive with uh, things about the FTC or the one of these federal agencies saying that you have to label your homeopathic medicine as not medicine. Mm-hmm. Like it just has to have a thing on it that says doesn't work. Yeah. Um, we should probably put one of those on. <laughs> if we put one of those warnings on Jordan Jesse Go, just a just a big, like Jordan Jesse Go, and it's got that race car that Brian yeah. designed, and that's mm-hmm. cool. And then underneath it just says "doesn't work." Doesn't work as medicine or entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got some mail. Yeah. I just before we introduce our guest, I wanted to go into the mailbag. This is, and now I should I should say for our guest and maybe new listeners. Uh, Jesse said mailbag like it's a segment that we do. It is not. Yeah. So our first thing, this is just, I don't, it's not a good idea to just open mail mm-hmm. on the air because what's in there? Um, <laughs> Who knows? Anthrax. I mean, that's, that's yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the most likely option. And, well, I'd say there's two likely options. Anthrax, is... Bed Bath & Beyond coupon. <laughs> I think it's mostly like you're really hoping for anthrax because otherwise it's almost certainly something that's not worth the time on your mm-hmm. podcast. I actually have a have a service. Uh, it's kind of like a Blue Apron type thing where uh, a company just delivers me loose powdered sugar. Uh-huh. 
And a lot of times people will go, oh, it's Anthrax. I'm like, no, no, it's just my loose powdered sugar delivery. Were you at Were you at our college when they shut down the entire thing because there was two people who were doing a fun thing where they would borrow something from each other and then they would return it by mail even though they lived in the dorms together and one of them borrowed a cup of... Uh, 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 laundry soap mm-hmm. from the other oh. and returned the powdered laundry soap in an envelope and they had to shut down the entire Ooh, college that for like some... two days. <laughs> that is some, some UC Santa Cruz shit right there. Yeah, okay. Um, what do you got? Oh, wow. So this is from someone named Andrian in Fair Oaks, California. Beautiful country. Haven't um, been. This is a window decal, a custom window. De- this is pretty solid. And it's a custom window decal uh, that is in the form of a uh, like a presidential thing. Mm-hmm. Now, the bad news is they they mailed this to us two days before the presidential election, so <laughs> it is oh, already we could, a dated we could have turned premise. the tides. Uh, this only would have come sooner. And it says uh, Duke Goobler, twenty sixteen. Oh, look at that, Duke Goobler, twenty sixteen. There's some text at the bottom. I can't see. It's got a little piece of paper over it. Two in the pink. One in the stink. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you want to put that on your car? No, sir. Uh, for new listeners, that is a running joke on the podcast. Very clever. If you yeah. had been listening this whole time, that would delight you. Uh, so what's your fucking problem? I also- you should be listening frequently enough to where you get inside jokes. Sorry. I don't mean to yell at but don't, recent or casual listeners. But, but don't go back to the beginning and start listening No, from don't the go beginning. back. That was 10 years ago. Don't listen to that. It's not good. Start at the beginning of 2016. Maybe listen that to that That has all one. the inside jokes that you need. Maybe listen to that one where Paul Rust and Neil Campbell came on. And uh, they, were, they, were the, they were the two candidates for president. And one of them, one of them I think Neil was, Neil was running as the guy... The guy who wrote Look Who's Talking To, mm-hmm. and he was running against Paul as Bart Simpson. That one's fine. <laughs> Don't listen to any of the other ones around that. Yeah, no, sir. I also got you a gift. Oh. I know you like to, you're a comedian. You have to hey. write things down. So this is a uh, big boy notebook well, from says, Bob's Big Boy. It's because you're such a big boy. Oh, God, I am a big boy. <laughs> you're a big boy. So big. <laughs> Big boy, I gotta get a son. Yeah, <laughs> God, I gotta get a son. You gotta get a son. Huh? I'm such a big boy. I yeah. need my own boy. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Jesse. This is great. This is a like a promotional item for Bob's Big Boy. I think my it's favorite restaurant for sale. Oh There's yeah, There's a price in the corner. Oh, it's twenty five cents. There that's... was a time when Bob's Bob's Big Boy was such an iconic character in America that if you walked into your local Five and Dime, mm-hmm. the Woolworths down by the corner. You were looking at peachy, peachy folders. Yeah. One of the choices was a big boy notebook. I have questions about this. Maybe we should introduce our guest. Let's introduce our guest, our guest on this. the program. Oh, hi, guys. Uh, he's, uh, he's a beloved entertainer. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. I'm he's... an institution. <laughs> I'm an he, entertainment institution uh, at this point. You've seen him on television in a broad variety of programs. It's like a Prairie Home Companion? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Veep is like probably the most. What's what's your top credit? Uh, we we could go recent. Okay, we'll do recent things because that's yeah. how we promote things. Right. I'm on a show called People of Earth on oh, TBS yeah. right now. Yeah, alongside uh, our friend Wyatt Sinek. Yep. Um, another period. Uh, that's a great on, show on uh, Comedy Central, Children's Hospital. Now co-created by our friend Moshe Kasher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guy Branham writes on that show sometimes. Veep. 
the real O'Neills, but that that's like who cares? I mean, no offense. To <laughs> I mean, literally, <laughs> I mean, literally the, millions more people millions than more care people, about any of these other the things hips, that we the list. hipsters that we're trying to appeal yeah. to. Yeah, just guys. So you know, I just do that just for the. For the money, actually, I really enjoy the work. It's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, that's I, pretty I, good. But, but you're great on it. So but yeah. otherwise, I'll slag them in in in, in private. Sure. And he's also now the star of his own television special, uh, which is very distressing. Not cool. the fact that he's the star of the special. The, <laughs> the special, special itself, itself is very distressing. Sure. I think we, Jesse and I, got both got to watch in advance of this. Have we said your Brian name? Brian Husky. Husky. It's Brian, Brian Husky. Husky. That's who I am. Congratulations like, yes. on your Pepto-Bismol fear formula endorsement deal. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> Thank you. It's going to be big for us. That's We're going to retire off this. Yeah. Um, Especially now. Jesse and I both got to watch your special, which thank you for sending along in advance. Uh-huh. I feel like mm-hmm. a big shot. Doing the work. And, and people... I, you know what I loved about it, Jordan? Mm-hmm. How it had those counter numbers up in the corner that were turning <laughs> while I watched it. I was like, oh, know. yeah, I bet this isn't even That's color time corrected. code, baby. <laughs> you guys got the, is... the inside scoop one. This is oh, not yeah. the final sound mix. Yeah. Uh, now, I think there's a, lot, there's a lot of like kind of buzzwords that get overused these days. Epic yeah. is mm-hmm. one of them. Everything's epic. Everything is epic these days. Kids, uh, come on. Kids but I think, is another buzzword. Kids, no, no. Uh, no, the kids. Are most people are adults. Let's yeah. face it. Uh, and We're one of those, boys. I think, is, is, an, is descent into madness. Anything that is like a little bit crazy these days, people call a descent into madness. Y- your special is truly a descent into <laughs> yes, madness, it and is it is a... not. It is the the correct use of that term in I the think. most literal sense. Yeah, it is an apt summation of what happens. <laughs> In that particular show, which I, you know, even in talking about it, like sometimes we're like, well, do we let people know that? Do we not? Because there's a little, it can be a little bit of a reveal. It's clear from the start. I guess so. But you don't know how it's going to get there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So the the quick, I mean, the quick pitch is it's a kid's show that takes place in the mind of someone's lost their mind. What's this thing called? It's called Mr. Neighbor's House. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. You know, Brian Husky looks real cute in a bow tie. He does. Yeah, right? Boy, howdy. Clean up real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real good. Um, what were we talking about that we were going to bring him in on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the big boy. Yeah. So there was at one point, and when and when was this notebook printed? Let's see if I can find a date I'm gonna, on this Looking thing. at it, I'm going to say 72? Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right to me. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there was one there, a time in American life. When you could put the big boy on something and sell it, yeah. What are the characteristics of the big boy? What are his? What is he like? He's cherubic. Sure, he's very humble cherubic. Mm-hmm. The the design they have there, big cheeks, yeah, big eyes, um, doughy, sure, adorably pudgy. But I mean, the the character is he just is Astro Boy a copy of Big Boy or is Big Boy a copy of Astro Boy? Mm, that's a good question. You know, I bet Astro, a- I bet boy? Astro is a copy. Of big was, boy, because once Big Boy became, you know, because there's Bob's Big Boy uh, in uh, where in the South we call it Shoney's. Oh. So in different regions, they have different names for the same franchise. Here on the West Coast, we call it Best Foods. <laughs> we call 
We call it Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing. Like in how in the South they don't have soup plantation because of the um, because there dark are, legacy well, of Well, because there are actual soup plantations down there. So, <laughs> oh, okay. so it would be like, oh, you want that down the, the Frasers have? No, that's no. It's a, <laughs> that's just where they harvest soup. Yeah. Here in Los Angeles we do have soup plantation. Mm-hmm. That's because we've solved racism. I The first time I heard that someone used that in an improv show like as a specific reference or put it, you know, put the scene there. I thought that was one of the funniest things that, are, that someone had made up. And I was like, oh, that's real? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trump 2016. <laughs> hey, this is not a place to air your political oh, views, God. Brian. How he already not. won. Okay. You don't yeah. need to I wonder continue. How many, how many podcasts are just like, yeah, let's just stay on topic because if we go off down that road, every every podcast will discuss, you know – the quote recent events. Yeah, in, yeah. Impending road. So, you know, whatever. It's all good. I've got a Neil O'Neill's. <laughs> Watch it, it out. On, Check it out. ABC. I think ABC. <laughs> uh, a question about classic institutions while we're talking about the big mm-hmm. boy. Yes. And Brian Husky. And Brian Husky. Yep. What's the deal with Snoopy? What's good about that? Oh, God. What's good about Snoopy? Are you the, the peanuts in general or Snoopy? Is it just a general wistful feeling? No, he had his time in the sun. He had, he was a power player for a long time. I, un- I know Peanuts that. Empire. I just watched a Snoopy last year for Christmas. I watched Christmas Snoopy. Uh, you mean a Charlie Brown yeah. Christmas? Okay. You need to, there's a differentiation because I don't think there was a, an Express Snoopy specials. Mm-hmm. Snoopy I, is Jewish. Yeah. So he wouldn't yeah. have a agnostic. <laughs> I don't think I had I'm ever... I'm not saying there's a big man in the sky, but... <laughs> I don't think I'd ever examined the idea of Snoopy, uh-huh. but I genuinely didn't know... Like, the, the, the premise of it is that Charlie Brown is sad. Mm-hmm. The, the pre- strip, the whole the, Peanuts universe, the premise the is... The most that, important thing to know about Peanuts is that Charles Schultz suffered from lifelong depression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that informs everything that you will read... In Snoopy, the fact that he goes to a therapist who shits on him, mm-hmm. you know, someone who sets up, sets up like a roadside therapist stall, right? Uh, that he's continually just getting, you know, he has expectations that are getting dashed. You know, to me, Snoopy is like his uh, this inner voice that's always mocking him. You know, he has this dream of this girl. It's like, it's just him working out. Charles Schultz working out his stuff without cutting himself. Uh, watching the special, what I was struck by was not that it was bad, because I I don't think it was bad. Great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it being like the most important thing to mm-hmm. – uh, I thought the music was beautiful. Cool. Uh, it was very boring. Great. Um, Great. And I didn't know whether everything was boring then. Yeah. Or whether it was like a bold choice to make it so boring. Like, I know that my son... You mean son, the pacing of it and stuff? Yes. Like, my son could not believe it was real. Like, he could not believe it was a show. He's. It was so boring, it, like, made him want to cry. But the other thing is, likewise, and I'm not trying to segue back to the special, but I had to watch Mr. N- I wanted to watch Mr. Rogers' stuff and a bunch of kids' show before I did our, our version of the show. And the pacing of Mr. Rogers' show was... So slow and so calm and everything. And I think at that time, appealing to children, they were they were almost like, 
let's get them into a calm place where they're going to pay attention as opposed to now where they kind of whip them up into a frenzy. With oh, like, you, know what I, you know what I call it? Generation that? SpongeBob. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. Man, he went there fast. Jeez. Yeah. Really? No sacred cows with this guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I was going to say Snoopy... it's the Yo Gabba Gabba effect, but if you want to mm. go even earlier, that's great. Yeah, thank you. I guess Snoopy <laughs> seems maybe even like a concession. It was really great. <laughs> a concession to kids. Like, he is the thing that a kid would like in Peanuts. Because he's a... Because he's a World War One fighter. Yeah, kids card. love World War One. Why he's is he the in one... the French Foreign Legion? Because kids hate the Kaiser. <laughs> They're afraid of the Kaiser. Think about don't it. don't when, you check under your son's bed for the Kaiser every night? I just feel like night? there has to be like this whole set of cultural references that I'm missing in Snoopy because I'm not from the greatest generation or something. Yeah, it started in the 50s and yeah. then it kind of hit its, its stride in the 60s and stuff. So it's referencing... Going back and referencing that time is, is, I don't know, I guess it would be weird to have an adorable animal character now that's sort of like talking about the Iraq war or something. But distance, you know, a certain distance. It's like like how MASH is about Korea, not Vietnam. Right. Yeah. I don't know. The music was amazing. Music's great. The music is so beautiful. It's Garbaldi? Yeah, Vince, Vince Garbaldi. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm personally sick of that soundtrack because my sister played it every year at Christmas, way too fucking much. It's and one so, of the only good Christmas things, though. Like, yeah. what else are you gonna play? About the forty fifth thousand time, it gets a little like jarring and grating. But forty three through forty four in the pocket, <laughs> it's great. But there are like three minute stretches of that show. Uh-huh. Christmas Charlie Brown. Where he's just walking. <laughs> where there's so much <laughs> walking the and there's so much traveling. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. just jazz music playing and there's like, like kids eight... won't understand if they if Charlie Brown's in at the school mm-hmm. and then he's at his house, we need to see him travel the distance. The ge- geography of this room, which is just uh, one corner to the next, we mm-hmm. want them to know. And yeah, like the the aesthetic is pretty abstract. Mm-hmm. So it's really there's a lot of scenes where like six characters are on screen, the music is playing. Yeah. And then all this happening for two or three minutes is just the only the feet of one of the characters is moving. <laughs> I guess like I guess Peanuts was a you know newspaper strip, and right. that's not necessarily for kids. No, no, it, it, all this stuff was. So it does seem like maybe they started. retrofitted Peanuts for kids yes. when it was supposed to be a you know a thing for adults to to deal with the sadness in their lives. Yeah, we're going to we're going to filter them through these adorable hydrocephalus head kids <laughs> to give you some perspective on yourself. <laughs> I want to check let's check I want to do a quick Christmas, Christmas check-in. Okay. Because this this episode will Tis be the season. airing in the in the at the at the beginning of the big Christmas build-up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What cultural touchstones of Christmas have significant meaning to you? What are the things that you are happy come around at Christmas? Let's see. Uh, yeah, we we always watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Uh, liked it. Grinch. Like yeah. the Grinch. Grinch is pretty good. I guess all of, like the Grinch. These are ones that still hold up for you. Is that what you're saying? This That's is like something that you're – like I love This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll listen to that song. I listen to that song in September. I don't give a shit. Right, right. But then again, I don't like to live by other people's rules. I mean, mm. yeah, you're you're a bit of a renegade, sheep, a maverick. Sheep. Yeah, but uh, like I, that's that's something about Christmas that I I fuck with that all all year long. I'm happy. I'm if I'm all in, time been fucking Christmas all year long. If I'm in Target and this Christmas by Donny Hathaway comes on, I'm kind of getting down 
in the target. Whereas if Jingle Bell Rock comes on, I want to shoot myself. Right. My my least favorite. Two. I'll I'll do I'll do two negs yeah. before I do some more pauses. Mm. Yeah. Mine is that Paul McCartney Christmas song. Fuck that is a horrible that is song. Neg. That yeah. It makes me feel like there's bugs on me. It makes <laughs> yes. me. It is the sound. It is the like yeah the sound of when you're tied down in a madman's shed mm-hmm. and he's <laughs> dumping a jar of bugs that he's been saving on yep. you. It really is a trial. Mm-hmm. Like it is. I almost feel bad putting it down because people are like, oh, it's the worst Christmas song. Is that a? Is that a? Yeah, I think so. Uniform what, what opinion. The, remind me of it. Simply. Wonderful Christmas. Sorry, that was was that a a Wings era? That was right. Yeah, like like a nineteen seventy six or something. That's why I feel like anytime a Christmas song pops up from someone like that, like an icon, they're just like literally like, well, we you're being asked to do this, and they'll shit it out in like five minutes while they're in the studio. I guess that is still big business. The Christmas album. Oh, totally. uh... That used to be. I feel like that used to be an even. More gigantic that everyone just do an entire Christmas album. Yeah, I mean, speaking as someone who once interviewed Rob Halford as he was promoting <laughs> his Christmas album, seriously, his metal Christmas album. Yeah, that thing amazing. fucking rules too. It's really good. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, that's that's good to know that that is a that that I'm I'm not in the minority on that because I feel like I hear it everywhere. I feel like it just is It's genuinely, and this is not about Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney's great. Paul McCartney's great. That song is genuinely execrable. And the worst part about it is, it is imbued with Paul McCartney's greatest competency. The thing that he Mm -hmm. is better, that he is better at than anyone since like Irving Berlin or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, Which is, he thinks of a little thing that sticks with you. Oh yeah, He's and so that master. song, that song, just stays inside you. It's like literally, it's a musical tapeworm. And it, will, it, will, <laughs> it messes up your mental digestion. Yeah, it's eating your calories. Yeah, it will make you lose body weight. Yeah, yeah. it's a fucking awful. It's a diuretic that you can't stop. Okay, so that's one thing too. Yeah, this is for this is for the fellas in the audience. <laughs> So, ladies, why can't the ladies look a little more pretty on Christmas? Right? Thank I mean, you. I know. A, I want a present. Let yeah. me see something. Yeah, there's a couple presents I'd like to unwrap. Dump them out, ladies. Um, <laughs> ooh, I like this character. <laughs> uh, the Christmas misogynist. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Dump them out. Dump them out. Uh, um. Uh. And this is something that a woman could do. Too. I want to be fucking all the way till Three Kings Day. <laughs> There's 12 days of Christmas. Um, Let me get in that ass. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get in that ass. That's yeah. good. Um, stop saying that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Everyone knows that. You're yeah. not the first person to say that. Stop yeah. telling me that like you're the first person to observe that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah. I've never uh, I've never had this, this oh boy social moment with somebody. I, I feel like I always just to be fair, I always just say, let's just steer clear of Die Hard. <laughs> like I want I like to keep my friendships intact. So let's just right. like, not talk about it. I like Die Hard. And I think that it is yeah. fun that it's a Christmas movie. Die Hard is a dope movie. Die Hard's great. I watched Die Hard like just, two years ago when I was like, yeah, that shit's still pretty fucking dope. Absolutely. It's not a not a I mean this is not a I'm not slamming the quality of Die Hard, but I feel like this is something that I have to deal with 
nine times a year. Somebody mm-hmm. just going like, my Christmas, my favorite Christmas movie, uh, it's Die Hard. You know, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Ah! Like they're the first guy who has ever thought of that. Like, no, that is something that everyone says all the time. Mm. Yeah. So stop. Yeah, but that's the guy in the office who's really funny and who should probably st- try stand up. But he, he should, yeah. But he's so funny. I mean, he's, he's Jordan. Have you ever thought he's about thinking about doing some open mics? He does voices that are crazy. Yeah, I don't know where they come from. <laughs> he's a little twisted. Oh my god, he goes there. I don't know what happened. So yeah, uh, I I needed to uh, find some impressions songs. Mm-hmm. Curtis Mayfield's vocal group. Mm-hmm. And I typed impressions into YouTube accidentally. Oh god, oh, he boy. was dumped into the world. So the first nine pages are Stewie, right? Of people much more successful than I am, who are the funny guy at their office. Who is the hot? Who's the hot impressionist right now? Oh, I, it's not th- – that's the thing. Like, it's not even like – like, it used to be that you had to be Terry Fator, the guy who won America's yeah. top talent. Or, and or then, you mean, let's go Rich Little, you know, the man sure. of an empire of it. Frank Gorshin. And, <laughs> Frank Gorshin, yeah. Or really? – and then it was like, <laughs> oh, and then you can be like Aries Spears or uh, Jay Farrow. Right. And you're like that, but – you're a black guy. Mm-hmm. So you're doing Denzel Washington and Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, now, just it's just like a video. The popular impression video is I did 7,000 impressions in 33 seconds. And so they, yeah. So it's just and they just note. go, hey, forget about it. And yeah, then it's yeah. like, you know. That's not annoying. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, thanks. Good Dundee. It started off kind of bad. Yeah. Pulled it out. <laughs> it started off <laughs> it started Jamaican off. or oh. Irish. Is like, well, that's not a knife. <laughs> so, uh, so, hey, man, that's not a knife there. <laughs> not a knife. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Um, what if Beanie Man <laughs> starred in Crocodile Dundee? It's me, David S. Pumpkins. That's not a knife. <laughs> um, things I'm excited about? Yeah. Seasonal drinks. Oh, you yeah. like us? You talking about seasonal cocktails? Talking about or? nog. Talking about a toddy. You're a nog man. Oh, you're I'm a nog, nog man. man. I'm a recent nog man. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, didn't like nog before. Now I kind of like it. Uh, <laughs> but not a good story. It is such a crazy <laughs> thing. It's like here's a creamy, thick egg drink. Yeah. Just a f- here's a here's a like a a post workout drink with alcohol in it. <laughs> you know, here's you're trying to put. If on you're trying some, to bulk up and get fucked up. up. Eggnog. Fucking bourbon. Yeah. You're doing it. <laughs> trying to blast my quads and get a little fucked up. <laughs> Dump them out, spirits. ladies. Uh, can I interest, no, you, it, can it, I interest it, you in a beverage? Perhaps something with yolks and cinnamon? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, like, it's almost like, I feel like that was born of a bachelor's panic of like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I can make something. I can sure. make tons of stuff here. What, it, what, I, got. what I think it, what I think it literally some, uh, spaghetti is. Spaghetti with ketchup on it? Yeah, that's a drink. Is that like before cocktails were invented, which was not actually that long ago. Oh, yeah? Like maybe like 1900 or something, uh-huh. cocktails got invented. And please don't write me cocktail historians. <laughs> actually, um, meow. like the main kind of mixed drink involve dairy <laughs> yeah and it's just a leftover from like w- the kind of mixed drink that George Washington would have had mm-hmm. it's like the only one that's hanging on well it could be or it also is I'm sure at some point is like have medicinal purposes like, yeah you know. oh yeah to balance your humor yes. or something sure 
You sort of like how we impregnate oranges with cloves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, in the Sticking hope of creating those. a new orange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hybrid technology. Uh, no, it was a couple years ago on the show. I said I didn't like Nog. A listener sent me his personal Nog recipe, made it at home. Pretty damn good. Oh, that's nice. But I, I like to make I was Nog. Just having an inferior Nog. Sometimes I feel like I will make Nog. Mm-hmm. I love to make Nog from scratch. How do you Nog? Uh, it involves eggs. Nah, lost me at that one. <laughs> Is there a workaround? Is you need a nice eggless nog. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of gross stuff in it. Yeah. Um, and it comes out gross. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's a gross drink. Yeah. I love egg hog. Yeah. If, I feel like if you, I, my experience with it was making it immediately and then mm-hmm. drinking it was good. But I, like, left it in the fridge for a couple hours and then went back for a little more nog, and it had gotten gross. It had turned into a custard I think or if, yeah, there's just – there's a skin or a film that it develops, Eww. and I think you could probably whip that away. Yeah. But, or leave it and just see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but I've made nog for social gatherings on a number of occasions that I was quite proud of. I like that we're, in, we're like, in the pocket around and we're just referring to it as nog. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, what kind of nog? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to I'm save time here. Egg, egg nog. nog. I was having a nog with Bobby De Niro. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and um, I I feel like if you if you offer nog to people – the range of reactions is extraordinary where some people are nog lovers like myself. Mm-hmm. I'm a nogman all the way. But uh, some people will legit get angry at you. Mm. People will be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fucking eggnog is gross, dude. Like, how dare you? Mm. It's like a dare. Yeah. yeah. Try this. This smells weird. Try this. <laughs> yeah. Try this holiday drink. Drink these eggs. And I feel like I'm getting into, I, I don't want to get into trouble with nog anymore. So I just have my secret shame is just sitting at home solo noggin. Nog. My wife will bring home some grocery store nog. Grocery store nog's not that good though. My sister loves grocery store nog. Really? Which is one step away from meth addiction. She just like <laughs> goes crazy. She'll drink a big old. She hoard know. it. No, yeah, so she'll yeah. Be drinking it into February. Yeah, so she'll get one for herself, and it's like, and there's another one for you guys. But she just will, and nice. oh, and just. I feel it. like, I, and she doesn't do little shots of it. Like she'll get a you know, pint six, glass, sixteen. Thing <laughs> <and> just, <laughs> just sip away. Go to town on that nog. Yeah, I like a. I, it, truth be told, my favorite nog is like a high end nog. Sure. Like from a fine ice creamery. I used to get Nog as a kid from Mitchell's Ice Cream in San Francisco, great ice creamery. Um, but then, or a homemade Nog, a well mm-hmm. homemade Nog. You got to get one of those instant read thermometers to cook the eggs enough without way making it much. into way too much. Having it curdle. But anyway, um, the other, my other favorite type of Nog mm-hmm. would be like a generic grocery store Nog that's basically Nog flavored milk. Mm hmm. I think that like an in, be- nog. in between, like if you want to give me like a Southern Comfort branded nog, not interested. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I want either. Yeah, like I. Want How would you feel about Thrifty's like, brand nog? So you're not going to get a Williams Sonoma nog, <laughs> right? Because you know that they're out there. Sure. J Crew nog. No, I don't. I don't believe in J Crew nog. I don't. I don't get nog at any of the. Uh, mall it's got stores. a wonderful color. You know, it's po- like Pottery Barn. Cloud. Pottery Barn has a nice nog. That's true. That's true. And well, so does Sbarro's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a few good places to get nog at the mall. Rejuvenation uh, has a wonderful nog. I learned something about Sbarro's when I read uh, an internet list, uh, 15 facts you don't know about Sbarro. Uh-huh. 
this is why we can't make a living in the content industry. <laughs> <Jordan>. <laughs> we're, the we're not constantly. shooting hot fire like 15 things. No, so this was this was something we were reading around at midnight because uh, there's a very short list of TV shows that we can make fun of on at midnight just because they don't advertise. Like you can't oh. you can't take a shot at you know Burger King. Because there's probably going to be a Burger King commercial on, right? right. You know, yeah. Uh, but the list is very short, and the only three that people would recognize, the only three that aren't like super regional, lumber liquidators, <laughs> lumber liquidators, <laughs> Sabaro. Yeah. So one of them is Sabaro, Cheesecake Factory, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Wow. So uh, you know, if for the somebody, outliers, if you watch that show every night, you will notice an inordinate amount of slams <laughs> against those three restaurants. Um, <laughs> Why are they? Hate us. Like, we were going to endorse the show, like give you some sponsors. Yeah, right. We were going to do, uh, yeah. Um, Dear Mr. Hardware. <laughs> it's me, John Sabaro. The owner, but... We're going to back Family Feud. Screw you. <laughs> My thick, chewy pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, yeah. Sabaro, uh, uh, part, part of its initial, you know, its initial store was a, a cheesecake Made by uh, made by the founder, the founder's personal recipe, and the cheesecake they sell is that same recipe oh. to this day. So it's like huh. like a turn of the century cheesecake recipe made by machines, made by yeah, and <laughs> made by a weird tube, mm-hmm. made in, uh, in, in, in vats that are like seventy thousand gallons at a time. Yeah, yeah. So big cheesecake fan over here. So I've is, been thinking that, about how am I going to get this Sabaro cheesecake. Is have that you tried also? It before? I have not. I, I'm curious now. I'm really curious. Oh, okay. I don't like cheesecake. Hmm. Well. Then you're going to want to order something else. Cheesecake is another. You can have a mine. committed, creamy descent. Yeah. You really got to get in for some post cheesecake farts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh boy, yeah. Don't eat it right before bed or it's, stay warm. Yeah, all night. it's called the lonely man's cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, Brian, the what camper's are... <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> the tent ruiner. <laughs> Uh, I love to go out camping, eat a nice piece of cheesecake. I, I just, I, all I do is eat cheesecake all weekend. Yeah. Don't build a fire. No need to. Just get in my bag. <laughs> Brian, what are your what are your holiday yays and nays? Uh, I would say they're very vague. Like the yays are, and having a kid like brings the yays back around. Like the yays. How old's are, kid? Nine. Okay. Uh, the yays are. Uh, just decorating the shit out of a place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like really kind of going all in. For a while, I was like, I don't – why Why so much? But like doing it with her, you're like, yeah, OK. That's cool. Um, definitely – I don't know. I, I, have to, I mean it's such a cliche, nay, but don't start – they started doing Christmas music early, like the first what? week of November. And there ha- there's got to be a rule that the week of Thanksgiving or the day after, start it. Because when you say they, are you talking about your family? I'm talking about society and my family, which is part of society. My yeah. wife. No, I'm talking my, about they is a CVS. Okay. Uh, my, wife, CVS. <laughs> my wife is basically has to white knuckle it through the rest of the year until she can finally listen to Christmas music again. When's the when's the when when does the Christmas music start around the house? I you start it? I because you'll do it in September, I know. I well <laughs> only this Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Yeah. You know that's my jam. Yeah, but this on Christmas, um, I I don't want it before. It's just uh, after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, right after Thanksgiving, and I will not allow it. I don't like it after Christmas, but I will allow it to continue after Christmas until uh, what's the last Christmas? Is Three Kings Day the last Christmas day? Boxing Day. 
No, that's <laughs> the, you know, like your 12 New days Year. of Christmas. My wife's family's Catholic, so they have a, they actually celebrate Christmas, you know, uh, instead of uh, uh, oh, coming after Advent, right. you know, like all the days. They know what all the days mm-hmm. are. I but don't isn't know Advent that... leading up to Christmas? And Advent then... it comes up to Christmas, and right. then Christmas is 12 days. No, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> Lame. Just, what are we? It's like okay, the Jews get like eight days, and we're going to go for twelve. Like, come on, guys, what are we trying out yeah, to do? It's fifty percent more. Let That's the Jews value. have this one. Oh, don't believe us. Our Christmas is so much better than your version of Christmas. It's <laughs> cute. Oh, eight days. That's cute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a third more. Sorry <laughs> if I'm not trying to take the three kings out of Christmas, Mister War on <laughs> Christmas. Oh boy, I don't know. There, you know. I bet you're against those goats in the manger too. There's too many rules for Christmas. Let's just keep it simple. Let's keep it simple, stupids. <laughs> so those are your cons. I cons sure hope the Starbucks Cup has music. a big like Jesus on con. it this year. Santa Con. Santa Con. Santa Con. I'm at the point. Don't like their Christmas album. <laughs> I've always grown up with a thing where everyone in the family gets presents for everybody else. So you end up getting an enormous, buying an enormous amount of crap that's not sincere and receiving a lot of that. Yeah. And every constantly you're just like, can we just do a. A special gifts, a gift for this person, or, you know, change it up, never get into it. And, it, and it's like a bad cycle because it's being passed on to my daughter, who, of course, they should get all the stuff. Right. They, you know, they she's just, nine years old. Give her a lot of old. presents. She's still, she's still believing it. I yeah. Sure and you won't buy her anything. No, no, no. no. <laughs> not during the regular, not even at Christmas. She gets socks. Every year I do wait. I was like, well, I think Santa's going to cover this because, in a way, I do believe in him in the sense that he'll fulfill my responsibilities. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, every year she's crying, just tears. Yeah, I understand. But yeah, I I do the the things I do love. I love the I love the the high the high stakes tension of getting up in the middle of the night and setting up all the Santa stuff, <laughs> and and eating like pretending. By the way, the children should not be listening to Jordan Jessica. <laughs> no, 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 no. If your children, yeah, if your are children are to Santa Jessica, age, this is your to fault. The, yeah. Well, this is a hypothetical. This is. Another show I'm working on. Hey, kids got to learn about dumping them out sometime. <laughs> Might as well be from us. Dump them out, kids. Um, so have either of you ever, ever had a, like, Santa set up? Hey, Jordan, hmm. two in the pink, one down the chimney, am I right? That's right, baby. <laughs> right up your stocking. <laughs> right up your stocking. Uh, have you, really either of you ever had a, had a... A difficulty doing Santa set up. It seems like it's a it's a delicate dance because you don't want to wake up the kids, but I, you want to. One of my most vivid Christmas memories is when I was about fifteen. Uh, it was Christmas Eve, and my two I have two much younger half brothers. One of my half brothers is uh, seven years younger than me, and one is fourteen years younger than me. And uh, they actually, I think they listen to this show. So mm. hi to John and Brendan. I love you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so my brothers were asleep and my dad was sitting at our living room table and he just goes, oh, fuck, Jesse, I gotta go get Christmas presents. Will you come oh. with me? <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> it was Christmas Eve at like 10 o'clock oh, at night. Oh, boy. <laughs> we had to just What go. are your options? We just went to the Toys R Us and just bought whatever was left. Okay. Jeez. That's nice that the Toys R Us is open. Yeah, the Choice R Us is absolutely open because they know about my dad. So, I was thinking, so yeah. it was just a, a they know what Lee's it was up just to. Like sacks full of like Nerf Nerf bullets. Yeah, yeah. loose, loose Nerf bullets. The only thing that was left. No guns. Sorry, just throw these at each other. Oh, yeah, we got you this, I don't know. We got you this copy of California Games for the Lynx. Yeah, 
the hottest game that everybody's talking about. Last yeah. year's Barbie clothes. I was thinking it would be like, who oh boy, uh, hardware store? I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. But there, there was one year the Black Sheep, uh, my stepbrother, you know, Black Sheep's the family, like didn't have anybody's Christmas gifts. And was like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, – I got to go meet a friend. And he went and he clearly <laughs> went shopping at the drugstore. And so Christmas oh. morning, people were unwrapping like uh, – Cough medicine. Yeah, well, you know, one was like a box of chocolate-covered cherries. Like, oh, that's cool. And then, yeah, the other stuff was sort of like a notebook, yeah. like a spiral uh, notebook. Oh, pencils. Great. There is – Bandages. Boy, is there anything sadder than that little toy section at the drugstore? I definitely like – Whenever I walk by that, I imagine like a desperate dad who forgot a present. Like and yet, every time, and yet so perfect. Like I'm always astounded when my daughter's like, "I'm gonna go look at the toys." I'm like, "All right, yeah." Go. I would be very just sad by this, and you know, <laughs> if it's small and plastic, they're into yeah. it. Yeah, it's crazy. My wife's family is huge. As I mentioned, Catholic. Fat? Uh, yeah, these are <laughs> real fat zones. Corpulently obese yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the nog. <laughs> it's a nog addiction. Um, the, my wife's family is enormous. They all live in the same place. They all live in Marin County, uh-huh. uh, north of San Francisco. Um, and so they used to uh, – her, her uh, grandfather's very, very old. Her grandmother's since passed away, but – um, when we first got together and for, for many years thereafter, they would have this huge Christmas party every mm-hmm. year at Teresa's grandparents' place that would have 90 people at it, yeah. all of whom were directly related all to Teresa. All family, no, yeah. no, and one friend. There's no friends. <laughs> yeah. No friends and, uh, yeah, just 90 people there. And Teresa's grandparents, bless them, would get a gift for every person there. Whoa. But that meant that what your gift was – yeah was a $15 gift certificate to Macy's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, sock, pack, so, pack underwear, socks. one sock. Yeah. So like what it what it was like you were amazed that they would get a gift for everyone there. I mean it was like awe-inspiring. Yeah. And they would also but the girls would often instead of a gift certificate gift certificate would get like a pair of earrings from Macy's, mm-hmm. like costume jewelry earrings from Macy's, mm-hmm. like a $20 pair of earrings from Macy's, which no one wants that except for a 12-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Especially one that someone else picked out. But yeah, like you would just go to Macy's like all year long. It would just be my wife and I trying to figure out something that we wanted to buy for $30 at Macy's. Yeah. Um, you're just like – because literally like – the, the, the gift certificates are only good for one year. So you couldn't sort of backlog a bunch and come in with you know, one $300 year, worth of them. One year my, – my, other, the other side of the family, they would give us a gift certificates to Amoeba Records. Whoa. Yeah. They were so fucking cool. That's why. Yeah. Because they pay, but you know what? Some people are saying the same thing about Grandma with the Macy's. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we get these stupid amoeba. You go to gift certificate, but the Macy's was so cool. Go to that, get like one eyeliner. I don't know, like what do you get at Macy's? As you said, pack underwear. But a pack of underwear costs more more than fifteen dollars. Oh yeah, 
One underwear costs like $24. I guess you're getting yourself a $5 pack of underwear then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I would love, I, I'd give me a $15 gift certificate to Target where I can get a pack of underwear. For, Maybe her intention for was that they turn into a little family outing and, and pull together your gift certificates and then like you all buy your underwear and each gets, you know, one. Oh. And, and it continues that sort of bond. I like the idea of the having a unified family style of underwear. Mm-hmm. Like everybody in this family wearing the same underwear. Yeah, the mm-hmm. family. Men, undies. women. Children, they mm-hmm. all have the same undies. Pets, yeah. pets, everybody's the got family it. genital Small coverage appliances. has been the same for years. <laughs> yeah, that is the safest. That is the safest low value gift card is Target, isn't it? Because yeah. like, you're going there eventually. Yeah, Target yeah. Or even Walmart, if you're just depending on where you. Yeah, are yeah. Based. I mean, just go there and get four ices. You know what sure. I mean? Sure, fucking mm-hmm. ices are great. That's like it's like, that's like my kind of Starbucks gift card. I oh, main reason I'm going to Target is to get an icy. Gotta get an icy on my way somewhere else when it's hot outside. The worst is though, and I've definitely had this is the years where it's just like, all right, well we're not coming to see you back in North Carolina, so everybody just gets a Amazon gift card or Amazon know, safe or an too. email. That's a safe Here's one. an email where you just go and click. It's yeah. a lot of like emails and clicks, and that want, feels gross. I want those eBay bucks. Those are nice. If you need to give me a generic gift. Hit your boy with an, with some yeah, eBay bucks. eBay, yeah. eBay bucks is what I want. Yeah, all day long. I was uh, we're taping this on Sunday, mm. Sunday morning. Yeah, Six guys, I didn't have it very happening Saturday night. Not a lot of plans. Great, no judgment. I went to Target. Oh, super sad. Yeah, I didn't feel great about it. I was in Target like late and like a late on a weekend Target. That's and a... asking people like, what, what are you guys up to tonight? Like, <laughs> Anybody well, going anywhere after this or grab drinks? Oh, you're in Target or... too. That's cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, but I thought up a song that made me feel better. Hmm. A Target song? Saturday night's all right for Target. Gonna buy some soap and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I felt okay about it. That's pretty good. That's you pretty might get solid. sued if you release it, but that's, you know, it's a good song. Pretty good. I, I think I, I can I pretty, probably safely put that out as a ringtone mm-hmm. and then make a little cash off you that. Just minor some of those major notes. You're fine. Oh, gonna buy some soap and eggs. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yell eggs at the end. I like the uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like uh, the song This Christmas by Johnny Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know. I also hate that Paul McCartney song. Yep. Yeah, we got that. I also like hymns. Mm. I like to I listen like hers. to hers. Or like, hey! oh, I'm the best at everything. <laughs> I like to listen to like a Baroque Christmas album. Mm hmm. You know, or like something with a lot fugue. of, uh, yeah, <laughs> a nice <laughs> dirge. <laughs> it reminds me. I mean, like, I, you know, I went to Episcopal Church mm-hmm. as a kid. I like the, I like pipe organ Christmas, like mm-hmm. giant, not like Calliope style <laughs> circus Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like a, like a, I like a, a very dignified, classical style Christmas thing. Yeah, or I like Pee Wee's Christmas Special. I do like a really well decked out, committed. Christmas party, which I'm asking people to invite me to this yeah. year. This I haven't cry for help. I haven't been into a, invited to a party in six years. I, yeah, yeah. The last one I went to was it was not well. You know, just kind of like yeah, we went to ninety nine cent store and here's poison. You know, <laughs> eat our poison. Have some inexpensive poison. Yeah, but I, when I was back in New York, I went to this uh, lady pr- producer lady, and she just did it up, and it was great. And every and, and then you feel like you're in love, actually, or whatever. You mm-hmm. you always feel like you're in a scene from some Christmas movie. What about ugly Christmas sweaters? 
you know, I, I got co-opted I, by the fucking. I get how I get how that's, I get how that's like an obnoxious trend. Yeah, and I get how that is. That is the, you know, a realm occupied by the kind of person who is fun but not funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and like a person who's you know whose thing is being outrageous. And I get that's annoying. But I want to be invited to one of those. I yeah. just want to. Uh-huh. I bet it would be fun. You know what? I, I would probably I could probably I could probably silence the grumbling for the night. Yeah. Get a fucking ugly sweater and have a good time. Yeah. I think I can manage that. The difference is if you have the fucking fucking ugly sweater and you're wearing it in the hopes, much like the guy who mentions Die Hard's the Christmas movie. Sure. You're this is a, wearing, the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, same guy. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'm wearing the sweater too. But like you're doing it, it's the guy with the, who's a parrot on his shoulder down on the you know on the, <laughs> yeah. on the street. Like I yeah. didn't even notice. What? Oh, do you don't have one? Okay. Yeah. Juggling top hat. But a yeah. room full of bad sweaters is great. Yeah. It's like a it's it's, it's a kind of Halloween party. Have you it's seen party. Have you seen Whoopi Goldberg's ugly, her sweater? Ugly Christmas sweater. Her she got Christmas her own special? line of Christmas sweaters. Oh, oh, really? One of them has two black Santas kissing each other. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's awesome. Great. Pretty great. Fucking Whoopi Goldberg's cool. That's my. That's the main take home from Jordan Jesse Go. I saw one of Black Santa doing the dab. Oh, that's what's <laughs> up. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm okay with this. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead good. and be okay with this. Yeah. Just like Loretta Sanchez. Do you guys California have... senatorial candidate. Yeah. <laughs> they... That was a great dab. Wait, yeah. so you have kids. Yeah, Two, I have a one? five, a three, and a and a neonatal. Wait, a prenatal. Oh wow. You're, you love kids. The one's on the way. Nice. So do you have are you creating your own traditions or are you borrowing I don't family? No. Well we just we just bought we just bought a cabin. Well, and you we're gonna are... do Christmas at the cabin this year where there's snow and shit. Do they have Santa anxiety? Because we can't travel because uh, my daughter is really concerned that oh. Santa won't find her. Oh wow. And I'd be like sweet. Can you leave is... Santa a note? I was like, yeah, we can leave him a note. I mean, he's watching you all the time, not to creep you out. And so he knows, you know, that our plans might be to go back to North Carolina. Do you think he only does it if you do a formal, like, redelivery request through the USPS? Yeah. You know, his website is terrible. You and can pick so... up one of those relocation packets at the, your local post office. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, like, they, they don't, we don't have a zip code for the North oh, Pole. It's right. just Santa mm. North Pole. Like, right. So they're like, well, we can't get it to him. Yeah, zip code of the North Pole is zero 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 bullshit. Zero 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 degrees. I have a couple. Like my mom has been sending me things that I didn't realize were weird at the time. But um, my mom went to China when I was like four years old, four or five. Left you behind? Um, with you? Yeah, I just left for China permanently. Uh-huh. She lives in in uh, <laughs> Sichuan Province. Hmm. She went to China right right great when food, they great province <laughs> when they first opened when they first opened China to uh non chinese uh tourism um you know like when Big Bird went to China, my mom went to China mm-hmm. and she brought back this uh village this Chinese traditional village made of clay, little pieces, you know, like... I was hoping you would say she brought back over 200 simple mountain folk. <laughs> yeah. <in the> village. <laughs> and said, here are your new siblings. And we would set that up every Christmas, which made sense to me because it was a thing that we did every Christmas. But to my children, it I don't know how I'm going to explain to them 
Oh, yes. Well, your grandmother went to China one time and brought this back. It doesn't technically have anything to do with Christmas, except that it was around Christmas when she went to do it, and you can't just leave it up in your house all the time. Yeah. That's a great explanation. She also would... <laughs> Stick a little Santa hand on one of those guys. Hang the... Boom. Yeah, Boom. Hang the tree... baby Jesus. Hang the tree with yeah. a colorful upholstery ropes. On the tree? or On the tree. Upholstery They're very ropes. pretty. Yeah, like the kind that you would use to tie back a window dressing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're in beautiful festive mm. colors, but my wife thinks it's very strange. And I don't really know how to... Oh, I've seen that. I don't think that's weird. Okay. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, okay. That's a thing. Um, yeah, there's, there's a few things. I don't know. I think we're going to have to see what happens when we when we go up to the cabin. This will really be the first time mm-hmm. uh, that we do that. But I think like snow things maybe have you ever Snow thought about maybe good. getting lost in the woods and undergoing some sort of ordeal yeah, yeah. oh yeah that would be a beautiful tradition mm-hmm. well, especially if the local vicar saved us <laughs> sure yeah just do an into the wild uh, Christmas find a nice school bus oh you know, I love an into the wild down, Christmas eat the wrong mushroom and oh. die <laughs> oh okay 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 we were, this first segment's way too long we'll be back in just a second on Christmas are you in need of a shakeup? Max Fun Con is our annual comedy and creativity festival, and it changes lives. Max Fun Con West returns to Lake Arrowhead next June, and Max Fun Con East is back in the Poconos next September. Tickets for both are on sale right now, and they will sell out. Visit maxfuncon.com to buy your tickets today. We can't wait to see you there. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. I'm Brian Husky. I'm their guest. I want to mention something. Uh, since this is almost a holiday season, uh, as many of our listeners know, I am a shopkeep. Uh, I run the Put This On shop at putthisonshop.com. Okay. This is always a wonderful place to shop for Christmas if you like uh, uh, vintage and antique things. Um, and you can always use the code FULLCHORT for free shipping. However, uh, I'm going to be doing an in-person sale here at Maximum Fun Headquarters, which is also put this on headquarters, uh, on Saturday, December 3rd from 11 to 4. I'm going to be there. Uh, Dan, my uh, put this on shop assistant, is going to be there. Uh, We're going to be selling stuff with special discounts. There's going to be some stuff super – basically, if you can't – if you come to that and you can't find the perfect gift uh, for somebody on your list, then it's on you. It's your fault. Um, so it's at Max Fountain Headquarters uh, uh, on Saturday, December 3rd, 11 to 4. I will be there. Come say hi. Um, and uh, all the information is at putthison.com if you're looking for it, including the address and so on and so forth. Wouldn't that be on the recipient in that you have all these amazing, cool gifts that you could give to them, but they wouldn't appreciate it? Mm. So I want to take the blame off of the shopper. Sure. You know, it's more the recipient. If they're not cool enough to get this stuff, they don't deserve it. Here, let me put it this way. Buy it for yourself. I have an enormous, as yet unengraved, bronze, cast bronze mm. cow trophy. Cow trophy. It's beautiful. Like, it's legitimately beautiful bronze. It's a bull, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, on a giant pedestal. It's an award. It's, it's probably a foot wide. Yeah. Uh, and the bron- the plaque, unengraved. It can be a bullshit award. It can mm-hmm. be a taking the bull by the horns award. Sure. 
Uh, it can be a big dick award. Super horny award. You could just put <laughs> Engrave this is a bull on there. That is <laughs> the award away just, from just, it. Yeah. It's just a really literal yeah. bull. Yeah, this is yep. uh, plaque checks out. This <laughs> is an example of some of the amazing shit that we have here. Uh uh but you can buy it online and put this on shop.com, but come by, get a special discount uh at, at, at the sale December third. Um and that's that's right around when your uh television special is airing, right, Brian? There's a reason you're a pro. Mm. Yep. These segues are like Natural patterns that just happen. we have really amazing segues for sale as well. <laughs> so grass, be specific. Beautiful. These grass are the ride, These are the, the mobile units, yeah. not the transitions. Yeah, uh, December second at midnight. So I guess specifically, it ends up being December third. This is a problem with Adult Swim programming. Sure. And this was a problem with Children's Hospital. People were like, okay, so it's Thursday at midnight. So it's Friday, or is it Wednesday night at midnight? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just look at a calendar and you guys do the work. I can't do it. Yeah. So, but we're looking at a Friday. We're looking at Friday night, Saturday morning. Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. 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 Late night. Get into it. Uh, yeah. So, tons of stuff. Please join us there. Um, uh, no sponsors this week, but if you want to get up on the Jumbotron, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. And if you want to sponsor Jordan, Jesse, or any of our delightful shows, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org, T-H-E-R-E-S-A. And uh, we've got some momentous occasions lined up for your enjoyment. If something momentous happens to you, we have you call us, 206-984-4FUN. Hey, Jordan, you know, I was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm shopping at this fancy <clears throat> menswear store. I'll give them a plug. Independence, oh. Chicago. Oh, sure. Very fancy menswear store. I bought myself a nice <clears throat> Levi's vintage clothing LVC shirt. Nice pair of Japanese socks. A lot of Japanese socks in this store. What's special about Japanese socks? They really know their socks. Yeah, they stay on your feet. Can I recommend? Can I recommend a sock brand to you? Yeah, yeah. Check out Anonymousism socks. Anonymousism. Anonymousism. Okay. Are they very expensive? They're pretty expensive. You can get them on sale in the you know after Christmas or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you're. I think the retail is about twenty bucks a pair. Oh my god. But money um, bags are here. Yeah, you, know, you can get them. You can get them reduced, but they're fucking dope socks. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, socks. Respect your feet. Look, you want to get cheaper socks? Go to Land's End. That's also a good quality sock, but it's not going to be that cool. Listen, I do my Christmas shopping at CVS where they play too much music way too early, and that's where I get my socks. So, you know, I should change it up. You kids like Ninja Turtles? Everybody's getting a splinter. (laughs) Got nine splinters splinters. at CVS. A literal splinter. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Thought it was the rat teacher. No, I... Um, I shouldn't have started with, hey, kids, everyone likes Ninja Turtles, right? <laughs> anyway, misleading. I'm in Chicago at the Chicago Podcast Festival, and uh, I'm at this fancy menswear store. The guy, who, the guy who's running the store comes up to me. He says, oh, you know, just so you know, I'm a big fan. Now, this does not happen to me a lot, Brian. Oh, yeah? Look, I've never been in a rapping Toyota Sienna commercial, okay? <laughs> I'm, not virally, I'm not a viral celebrity. There are different ways to go about it, but yeah, that's... I... Uh, I'm grateful to this guy, and I assume he knows me from Put This On, you know? I'm a, I'm a menswear celebrity, mm-hmm. minor menswear celebrity, and uh, I'm like, yeah, you know, this guy's a shopkeep. He reads Put This On, whatever, walking around, and he said, you know, I actually got a momentous occasion on the air the other day. Hey. Yeah, uh, this fancy menswear store likes Jordan Jesse Go. There you go. I, I've had weird encounters where someone was like, hey, I really like your stuff. I was like, oh, thank you. And then they refer to a podcast that I've done a few times. And it, and more and more. What are we uh, looking at? Never not funny. We're looking at uh, improv for humans. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, uh, there's a, there's increasingly that's that's the kind of sighting, and then they base it on the weird headshot that they put up online. <laughs> like, you yeah. don't look like that. So Podcast for the new TV, it, apparently. Huh? It is. Mm. It is. It's the new radio TV mm-hmm. without the TV. So when something momentous tech. happens to you, like you're shopping, uh, you're shopping for expensive socks in a store in Chicago and a guy comes up and he knows about your weird podcast. Uh, call it in, 206-984-4FUN. Here's our first call. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Joe. I uh, hope you can hear me okay. I'm calling over Skype. Um, so, about 10 years ago... Can you pause this, Brian? Jesse <laughs> Pause it real quick. Do you want to give listener feedback on how to present the <laughs> the momentous? First of all, he sounds like shit. Yeah, you know. He sounds right. like fucking garbage. You don't have a phone? Go use a fucking pay phone. <laughs> Go ask if you can use the phone at your corner cafe if Here's you buy a, an espresso drink. My phone was stolen, so I'm on Skype right now trying to reach you guys about it. <laughs> I need help. But I hope you don't cut me off too early because I know this sounds like shit. <laughs> that was the next sentence. Yeah, I mean, I guess... call us on Google Hangouts, and at least we could put little hats on each other. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Send us a snap, mm-hmm. snap us, and then it's like a fish with uh, bubbles coming out of the mouth. All sorts of fun filters. He says this is not only sounds like shit, but it has zero filters. Are you gonna Are you gonna hear him out, or did he? Did he? Maybe we should install a tin can in our office with a string going mm-hmm. out the door, so you can talk to us on that. It would sound better. You fucking asshole. What the fuck are you, Paul McCartney, 1976? Thank you. Thank you. Let's hear the rest of the thing. Maybe he just cured his cancer or something, yeah. and then we'll feel bad. Just got appointed attorney general. Yeah. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Joe. Oh, from the beginning. Uh, I hope you can hear me okay. I'm calling over no. Skype. Sounds shitty. Um, so, I had about... Ten years ago, I called into Jordan Jesse Go uh, when I found out that I had Lyme disease. There you go. Uh, I was living in, well, I was a teenager at the time, actually, living in rural Pennsylvania. And I called in uh, um, immediately after I found out, that, or I was pretty sure that I had Lyme disease, um, you know, with a good Go fan. And uh, I then called back later to tell you guys that I, I would be okay, that uh, I got medication. Well, a lot's changed since then. Um, you know, it's going on a lot. <laughs> Pause and, uh, it. Pause it. Yeah, of course. A lot's changed. We got a new president. Uh, uh, this guy's going to catch us up. It's the last 10 years. Everybody's driving hybrid cars now. They kept changing iTunes on me, and that was a real problem. <laughs> and now every movie's a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Jeez. You know, it used to be I asked for an iPod for Christmas, but mm-hmm. nobody even has iPods anymore, even if you want one. All right. Hopefully he'll bring up his <laughs> so the Lyme disease is back every time we mock, every time we mock uh, him. <laughs> I hopefully what? this has a good yeah. I think the answer is he prestige was at the end misdiagnosed with Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. the The false diagnosis was Lyme disease. The real diagnosis was bullshit disease. Mm. Long windedness. <laughs> Just go back a little time, not yeah. all the way to the beginning, Brian. Do not go all the way back to the beginning, please. Please, Brian. Jordan needs time to have a son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta have a son. You can get that son. Gotta, Gotta get a lot. Son. And uh, I've actually moved to Thailand, and I live kind of in the jungles outside Bangkok. Okay, this is... Well. And uh, I got a weird bite recently. 
and uh, I'm feeling like a slight fever. I look at the bite, and it's got a ring around it. Spider bite. And I got Lyme disease again. Uh, God right. damn it. There you yeah. are. I'm good at calling these. So I'm going to go to the hospital tomorrow because as long as I get, you know, early enough treatment, it's not a big deal. But I just thought it was a really fun kind of anniversary that I wanted to share with you guys. So, uh, yeah. Happy Lyme disease. <laughs> Ten years. Woo. Okay. I that like, really is beautiful. You know, I like sometimes I take, you know, <laughs> early in the, earlier in this call, I was upset because mm-hmm. he sounded muffled sure. and he was, he was sort of aimless. Mm-hmm. I now know that these are symptoms of Lyme disease. Yeah. <laughs> the foggy lack of focus. Yeah. He just, <laughs> meandering. That, the Skype connection was actually perfect. He just sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah, him but choosing Skype gets, over his cell phone was right next to him, not making that choice. As long as he gets one admittedly painful shot in his buttocks tomorrow, yeah, he's gonna be fine. As long as he doesn't get addicted to getting Lyme's disease, so he can call in and thinks it's like, oh a joke. yeah, ha ha, gotta get it's yeah. your limey buddy. Here I am again. <laughs> he's just he's just like farming ticks at his mm. house like an ant farm. It's gotten out of control at this point. I think I might be dying. Yeah. Sort of problematic, but it is nice. It is nice. He's nice. He's been listening for ten years. Has been on on the internet long enough to where a guy can get Lyme disease twice on two different continents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're still a moderate, moderate yeah, scale uh, failure. Yeah. <laughs> sure, and he, he there's relatively a in the same place in his that we mind, were. There's we a correlation between Lyme disease and your show. So we that, still mm. we still sort of dance on the lemon between should we or should we not continue doing this? (laughs) It's just barely worth it. (laughs) Um, You know, I think this is probably the most moving thing since Riley Silverman came on the show Mm -hmm. and told us that she called in a momentous occasion the first time she went out uh, dressed in women's clothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that was also a sort of like a five, ten-year gap. Mm-hmm. And, of course, huge changes in her life. But she had never – she had not moved to Thailand. So – And this is a jungle man. Yeah. So sorry, Riley, uh, who's uh, – uh, which one is real and which one is a – her sex changed but her gender remained the same. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I'm sorry, trans people, if I'm getting that, if I'm switching that back. Oh, I got in such trouble. Major transition. Well, the point is, Riley went through a, a major uh, a major transition in her life, uh, and uh, uh, but it's nothing compared to this guy who can't use Skype. <laughs> hey, how has your life changed? I bailed on the premise been... <laughs> where I like him now. <laughs> mm-hmm. How has your life changed since you've been listening to the show? Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Or don't. Yeah. <laughs> or don't. Two options. I want this as a fun segment. Yeah. That'll be a fun segment. Okay. What is a, specifically how has your life changed in the course of this show? Yeah. Since or... you started listening to this show. Oh, my God. It'll be so more if impressive if you've been listening listener. to it for a long time. Yeah. But, I mean, if you if you tell us, you know, I started listening three weeks ago, ten days ago I learned how to fly. Sure. Then mm. that would get make it on. <laughs> sure, it's not a long time to be listening, but it is a significant transformation. So because you're not you're trying. Man does not, in and of himself, possess the ability to fly traditionally. You know what he meant when he said learning to fly. He didn't literally. He oh, just PCP. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just feeling good about himself. 
<laughs> yeah, two zero six nine eight four four. Fun. What has how what has changed in your life? And keep it pithy. Sure. Have you expanded your sexual horizons? Yeah. Are you transforming into some sort of beast underneath the blood moon? And we not want to know this. <laughs> and not just Loth Reaper. I know what you're thinking. Is this only open to <laughs> Loth Reaper from the Maximum Fun Reddit? No. Mm. And don't be shitty and be like, I've aged 10 years in the past 10 years. We don't want to hear it. You're just wasting. Uh, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. You're just wasting our time. And by our time, I mean (laughs) Brian's time. Sure. (laughs) This is why Brian gets paid barely enough money to make it worth worth it for him to show up here. You know, maybe just workshopping some stuff. Maybe you guys could say, okay, we're going to go back to a specific episode from seven years ago. Yeah. Mm. Uh, call in. Here's here's what we said in that episode. What happened? What was happening? Where were you at that time? And then what's changed since? Like give them target points. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just I, I freelance. I do a lot of consulting. How about uh, this? Really insightful. Here's yeah, yeah. a pitch. Here's a pitch. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear this one. If this one applies to you, give us a call at two zero six nine eight four four fun. Okay. Uh, before you started, Jordan Jesse go. Listening to Jordan Jesse go, you're just a regular guy. No, you're a superhero. Now, <laughs> you've killed Osama bin Laden. <laughs> you've delivered delivered sure. the final shot. Oh, you're just, killed. speaking to members of SEAL Team small, Six. That's a small, you know, sort of a group that you're speaking to. Very small. No, I'm talking about the final shot. So it's really the one guy. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, you really are. A very He's not allowed to identify himself, by the way. <laughs> really hoping that guy's a listener. You know what? Can I? Add a little filigree to that. Mm-hmm. If you're on SEAL Team 5 or SEAL Team 7, go fuck yourself. Whoa. Don't call in. So I people think who aren't are allowed to call in. good SEAL teams. Loth Reaper mm-hmm. or people on SEAL Teams 5 or 7. Any adjacent okay. SEAL Teams to 6. Yep. 5 and 7 were just like they were the towel boys for 6. If you <laughs> played for the San Francisco SEALs, give us a call. Mm-hmm. Lefty O'Doul, are you out there? That? Is that a minor league baseball team? <laughs> yeah, if from the forties. If you are a sentient right? seal who's evolved to the point sure, where you can use absolutely. your flippers as fingers, so give us a call. If you're if you're a regular seal and somebody can dial a phone for you, and then you just go. Ur, 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 ur. If you're seal in the studio taking a break from your new album you're recording, <laughs> just take a moment, give us a call, let us know what's going on. Yeah, tell us about who you're fucking to. I bet you're fucking somebody <laughs> fine. If you're like a like a dollop of wax on an old time letter. <laughs> right. Tell us what's with in Boston the, with yo. the king's marking. Yeah, <laughs> it's marking. Give is us there. a call. If, if you are an undersea there? creature that is an eel, maybe a sea eel. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so many if you failed and caused the challenger to explode. <laughs> <laughs> National oh tragedy. Uh, then give us a call. Give us 206-984-4-FUN. You, know you can even give us a call if you're some soil. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds just enough like it to yeah. where yeah. it's probably worth it. Yeah, pretty good. Well, we've uh, had a lot of fun. Sure. We'll be back. Yeah. Well, do, do actually call. 206-984-4-FUN. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Podcasts. 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 They're audio programs that tell smart stories in innovative ways using editing techniques like this. Like this. Like this. But let's face it. 
All that smart stuff can be exhausting. That's where Stop Podcasting Yourself comes in. It's so stupid. It's just two stupid dinguses being dumb idiot jerks for 90 minutes. Stop Podcasting Yourself. The stupid show that smart people love. Find it on iTunes. Or MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, hi, I'm Brian Husky. I don't normally be on this show, but I am today as the <laughs> guest. That's the explanation of me being here. I'm Brian Husky. Brian, we're thrilled, Dan. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's great One of our be... favorite guys. Thanks for being my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, Brian. Please, my favorite. Friendly acquaintances. Uh, but if I'm one of your favorite guys, I guess you're keeping me at a safe distance. Yeah. I don't have friends, per se. I get that. I get that. No, the it's just hard. Beard gets it's just hard for us to commit, you know. Well, you need to get a. We've just been you need to get a, a son. I gotta get a son. I <laughs> gotta commit to, to a son, son in your life. <laughs> God, I gotta get a son. You know what? There are apps for that. It's sort of like a Tinder thing. <laughs> oh, get on there. you can get a son. Son what? <laughs> <laughs> Sunder. Yeah, Sunder. You've been swiping the wrong direction on Sunwant. Oh. That's your problem. It's We're having a problem with the right. app. Okay, the name of the app is Boyfinder. <laughs> so it's being misinterpreted in a lot of different contexts. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> and what? And the next thing is, we don't know how legal this is. Yeah, uh, but we're we're rolling it out, so let's go for it. Sure. So, Brian, yeah, uh, everybody wants to watch your special. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> it's on the Cartoon Network channel. Yeah, the sub one called Adult Swim. Midnight, midnight o'clock at December second. December second at midnight o'clock again. Mm-hmm. At midnight o'clock, that's going to be a great. That's going to be a great show to watch. You want to watch? Can we tell you? Should we should say the name of it so you Let's know do what it. it is. Yeah, I mean, or maybe you know just, what to set the DVR or you can for. Finally, just tune in at that time. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Neighbor's House, and I wrote it with Jason Mantzoukas and our friend Jesse Falcon, and Rob Cordry is a producer on it, and John Daly, uh, Nick Kroll, Steve Agee do some parts in it, and then Mary Holland is in it. Mary Holland from Blunt Talk. Blunt sure. Talk. She's great. Yeah. It's a good group of kids. She's now in our improv show that we do at the UCB, and she's Steve Agee. Steve Agee sucks, though. <laughs> he was such a piece of shit on set. Mm, I, such I, a that's difficult. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's such a fucking diva. So he, he packages himself as this, like, outlier, stoner, hipster. Yeah. He is Total diva. Mariah Carey. Oh, boy. Six foot tall, doughy Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> Everything Six, has seven, to be white. Yeah. yeah. That's terrible. The absolute worst when AG's there. Oh God. I don't care if AG's career is destroyed from this. He is a fucking monster. Mm. That guy I hope his career is destroyed I, by I, this. He yeah. deserves it. Yeah. No, I I would I would tell everyone listening to this to tweet at him just vicious hate. Hate speech. Nice. I heard he moved Against to Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to get Lyme's disease just so he can get back on the show because oh, he ruined boy. it last time. Yeah, he's not. Steve Ag, if you're listening to this, you are not welcome here. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. You're the last person who would be welcome. I would rather have Pol Pot mm-hmm. on this show. You are probably the biggest mistake the universe has ever created. Yeah. The biggest problem and issue for all of us to be focusing on. You're worse than the Crusades. Oh, the, yeah. That was hundreds of years of slaughter. Jesse, yeah. we actually uh, – we don't have a guest book for next week. Could, uh, 
should we have Steve? Let me Steve? text you. Yeah. Yeah. Should we see if Steve Steve's around? Steve would be great. Steve's down. Steve's always around. Yeah. He's so glad fun. to come over. He's got a flexible schedule. <laughs> um, uh, I will be. Uh, uh, I'll be here at Max Fun HQ on the what is it? Saturday the third mm-hmm. of December for the put this on holiday sale. Come say hi and pay us a visit or uh, use that full short code in the shop. Can I ask a question about like yeah. what specifically? Like what kind of stuff is it? Well, like I've said, so, I have that bowl. You got one mm-hmm. bowl, so that's, um, it's there, ju- it's well. Better be more than just like three things. We have a lot of gentlemen's accessories, mm. so we make pocket squares. We also have many vintage cufflinks and okay. tie bars and little fancy doodads, doodads, and- um, and but also like pins and stick pins and okay. other jewelry things that range from. You don't have to be a fancy lad. Right. I would just want to emphasize that you don't have to be a fancy lad to find something you like. Yeah. And then Dan- dandies are welcome, but yeah. they're fancy lads. And then a, a variety of interesting vintage and antique, uh, what you might call gift items. So mm-hmm. uh, things like that bowl, or uh, you can get yourself a beautiful 19th century woolen blanket yes. uh, for the for your home decor. Great. You can get yourself a vintage military rucksack. Love it. Uh, you can get yourself, uh, you know, things like that. Yeah, you know, little and uh, little neat and beautiful and fun things. I, I have great taste, Brian. I went yesterday. Yeah, to, out to the desert mm-hmm. to this very cool place called Elmer's Bottle Ranch, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is this. We're talking high desert. Uh, we're talking uh, Oro Grande. So if no, it's at the edge of the high desert. Okay, and you keep going. Um, and it's this guy who used to uh, go out in the desert and collect bottles with his dad uh-huh. and junk and stuff. And his dad passed away, and he had all these bottles and all this stuff. And he just he used to sell houses, and he was like, "Ah, I'm not going to do that anymore." And he took his this little plot of land, and he started building these little bottle trees, which are like you know metal pipe with other metal pipes sticking off. You put bottles on there, and he put like a decorative head on each one, like a typewriter. So it's this. Huge compound filled with all these weird trees, like this little maze you kind of walk through. And it's filled with hummingbirds. Oh, boy. Like hundreds of hummingbirds. <laughs> what? It's amazing. It's amazing. I would encourage anybody to do a Google search and go out there because it's free. You just like that, yeah, come look that at my That area thing. is such a good place to see like a, a wonderful – thing created by a madman i love that's i love that st- i mean i love outsider art i love stuff yeah. that's just like i just did this because a voice told me to do it or sure because i'm bored and retired and isn't this great it. i'm quieting something yeah yeah but the thing <laughs> something it, needed to be tamped down inside me what made me think of it was i we went to a thrift shop afterwards and this would be probably something you could sell here i bought these two um bandsaw blades like circular bandsaw mm-hmm. blades that someone had painted these really vicious looking blades that they painted these lovely decorative uh, um, pastoral scenes on there that sounds oh, nice. nice like one's like a little babbling brook and the other one's like a cottage in the in the woods I just bought a three dimensional painting of a creepy eyeball yeah that's going to be for sale in the shop oh you bought it to sell it yeah why don't you keep it I don't You're need. With it? I don't need stuff. I'm a. That's why I deal with the stuff. Mm-hmm. I got. To, I got plenty of stuff. Yeah. Are you a big? You're. A, you have a lot. Of I'm stuff. a stuffman. Yeah. I love. <laughs> You're stuff. a stufferman. <laughs> I love stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I'll swap one thing in and one thing out once in a while from my between my personal collection and the right. shop. But this allows me to get out there and pick stuff and buy it. Yeah. Without having uh, while having a place so that I don't have to move to a compound in the desert mm-hmm. and build it in trees. Yeah. I was a stuff guy for a while and then i i 
purged. Bailed on it? <laughs> Bailed on, and then so... You I mean you got all, it was all stolen during the purge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the filming of the purge. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but my place is so tiny, it was like, I don't... I'm, it makes me sad I can't put this stuff up, so I just uh, spread yeah. it out. But yeah. stuff's great. Stuff. I'm always amazed that people are, like, so confused. Like, why would you have that? Why, you know, someone, I guess, who wants to live in sort of like a an Ikea <laughs> environment or whatever, but that genuinely, like, oh, that... Why would you have a bandsaw that has a, a painting on it that it makes no sense? Why am I getting more Southern as I say it? I <laughs> Those people Brian, are not welcome problem? in my world. Brian, Brian, you've got a problem with stuff. Why do you, you have, have so many figurines? Why is everything so whimsical and weird? Why? It's so dark. Just have a nice julep. <laughs> julep. Have you guys noticed that there's an enormous amount of hoarders in L.A.? Oh, aren't there an enormous uh, amount a, of hoarders everywhere? Yeah, but I've, I've I had a hoarder neighbor I, once. I lived in an apartment building where I would, you know, every time I would go by this dude's door and yeah. it was open, I would go like, "Oh boy, Whoa. that's that man has has pillars of I don't uh, know National Geographic." Maybe it's because they're more car hoarders, but I don't. I didn't clock hoarders until I was oh, interesting. here, hmm. and I just so many. People who you know the amazing guy who fills up his car where the the ma- the papers are leaning over into the pa- the driver's yeah. side seat and they, you know they can only make right turns or whatever, um, yeah craziness. And there was this one guy that we used to drive past his house every day to take my daughter to school, and his house filled up, and so he's moved out to his van outside. Oh boy! And you would just see him in the morning asleep in his van. He's like an eighty something year old man. It's the most tragic of mental diseases <laughs> it was overt like hey you are crazy look at all this stuff that happened in my house my house was that before i bought it it was filled with stuff and you had yeah. to empty it oh. we didn't have to, we weren't in charge of emptying it somebody emptied it and rehabbed it uh but that was its state before they emptied it. do you it ever feel like it. you have madness ghosts or anything or his his weird sort of like bad no i was oh, like yeah, that al- i was like that already you just hear yeah, a voice just, going that's why you go you're just like oh i can fill this up fill a garbage <laughs> bag with happy meal toys i can okay <laughs> Yeah, I think the I think basically the main difference between antique dealer and hoarder is taste, taste and knowledge. Yeah, you know, a hoarder is not going to let go of that uh, Krispy Kreme box that's empty <laughs> because it reminds him of the death of his. You know, when my wife and, when my wife and I moved in together, uh, a good friend's uh, mother gave us like a bunch of housewarming gifts, and mm-hmm. we're like, "This is really generous. Why did she do all this?" Oh, we I'm found out later it's it because she's a hoarder <laughs> and because she hoards things for a situation like this. So she was just excited that her hoarding was paying off. That's funny. We were, Going back to the Christmas theme, we ended up with a literal portion of a kind of big closet that was the re- re-gifting zone. Mm-hmm. Just all the stuff that we got that we're like, well, in a pinch, we're going to wrap this up and give it to someone that we don't care about. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a nice to have a nail couple clippers. of those around. Yeah. Nail clippers? <laughs> yeah. Who gives a nail clipper as a gift? Worst gift I've ever been given was my by my cousins. It was a um, Chef Boyardee box of instant pizza mix and a aluminum pie pan. That was the <laughs> gift. And it was wrapped really well wrapped. This is well a future wrapped. pizza. Yeah, future pizza. This is going to be a pizza at oh, some point. I love point. it. They just gave like a, a bag of water too. Like, <laughs> Here's the whole ingredient. Sure. Okay, Brian Husky. Uh, Watch him on television. 
Um, Mr. Neighbors House, December 2nd, midnight plug. Brian Fernandez on the boards, a.k.a. Sonny D, laughing disconcertingly outside the studio. You can join us on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can join us on Twitter with the hashtag JJGo. Uh, you can join us on Facebook by liking Jordan Jesse Go and also joining the Maximum Fun Facebook group. Uh, thanks this week to my dog, Coco. Great job, Who Coco. Is, she has been a very good dog mm-hmm. this whole time. She's, she's sitting on my lap well right now. well behaved. I don't yeah. think she's barked once during the mm-hmm. entire show. She has that. You just mentioned her, and she's got that very self-conscious kind of dog look of, like, both sad <laughs> and I hope this turns into play. God, they are so fun to project emotions onto. Uh-huh. Oh, oh I God. love to project. Coco is my special baby. Also, Max FunCon tickets on sale right now. MaxFunCon.com. Okay. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Bye, America. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.